0: Hey everybody! It's episode three hundred and fifty-four of PodQuest. Hey. hey, it's Wednesday, June second, twenty twenty-one. I am Chris. With me is Druton. Hello. And Walnut. Hi. How are you guys doing tonight? I'm all right.
1: I, you know, I had a day.
0: Yeah, your house yeah. is just falling apart. It's fine. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Gonna gonna do some uh, gaming when we're done here. Got the stream going.
0: Yeah, I saw you. Uh, you streamed a few hours of No Man's Sky last night.
1: Yep, I'm doing um, Horizon Zero Dawn tonight.
0: Oh, nice. Um, you don't have any, like, you, you didn't have a mic or anything set up, though, did you?
1: No, I mean, I could have just used my headset, but I, I got two viewers yesterday. So, like, and no comments. So there wasn't really a point in me really saying anything. I ran my uh, phone with a second screen to where if somebody did comment, I could have just typed to them. But I, I was running it through the PlayStation 5. So it just it's a little it's a little wonky to do that.
0: Yeah, it's it's definitely limited. Like like you said, you can use your headset if you have the PS5 camera. You can turn the camera on to have like the like your picture in picture. Mm-hmm. But like depending on the game, so many things are blocked on there. And yeah, it it's good for a way to just stream, but it's not necessarily like the ideal way to stream.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I did buy this thing called a Genki Shadowcast, which uh is just pretty much a USB dongle. Uh, Or an HDMI dongle that you plug into your system, and it has a USB port that you plug into your computer, and it should... It's basically a capture card in itself. You download this quick program, and you can play games through that program or PC. I'm hoping that works, and I'll be able to, like, stream better using this thing.
0: How much was that? 40 bucks. It's not bad at all. Yeah, it's not bad, because, like, the cheaper Elgato cards are, like... Like, the external cards, not, like, the internal ones are, like, 100, 150... So, like, if it doesn't work, you can always just save up and grab one of those, because those are basically the same thing. You just... There's two HDMIs on it and a USB. So, it's, like, console goes into it, it goes into the TV, or then it goes into your computer via USB, and you just, like, stream it through, like, OBS or what have you.
1: Yeah. Like, the, the thing I'm most worried about now is if my PC can handle it less, more so than if, like, it actually works.
0: That's... Yeah. I mean... Considering how long it takes your PC to run health checks, if we restart the recording on ZenCaster, mm-hmm. like that would. And also, weren't you having issues with having video and audio running at the same time for Brosé?
1: No, no. Oh, oh well, yes, but that was through uh, the honorary fifth member of the Brosé podcast, uh, known as ZenCaster. Um, their uh, video program takes so much fucking CPU power that it was killing my computer we now just run with normal zencaster uh with the uh the VoIP, uh through google meets or whatever their google's current uh oh like uh, we had done a few times video, yeah like whatever google's current video chat program is we just run it like that now and like my my cpu doesn't break 40% whereas when we were using zencaster's video program it was constantly breaking a 100% and and locking down my computer
0: yeah that sucks <laughs> Though we ne- I don't we never actually tried the video on Zen- Zencaster, so
1: Yeah, it's it's I mean it auto you, you can't tell it to not record the video. So I think that was the issue. It was recording video and audio separately, but at the same time. Um and it was killing my CPU power. We've got we've got a rest of a show to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um so before we, we run down what we're gonna be doing, um, a little bit of housekeeping. Uh what do you guys think of doing like a a book club, but not, a, not books. I just don't have a better, better term for it. Uh,
1: so uh, explain, explain your, your, your idea.
0: further. Right. So we go monthly, maybe, maybe, um, bi-monthly if something's like just a little longer. Um, and we just, we rotate each of us, picks a thing each month. Um, can be like a movie, can be like, a, like a season of something. Um, nothing more than like like, a regular, like, 20-episode season, and something like that would definitely be, like, a two-month stretch. This way, like, we have time. Um, and the other thing I would throw out there, at least early on, is we'll stick to platforms that we all have access to. Um, this way, like, at least while we're kind of, like, figuring it out and getting our getting our feet wet, so to speak, um, none of us have to spend extra money. It's just, yeah. you know, maybe, like, an hour or two here, an hour or two there, over the course of a month or two to come up with. Just something that, that all three of us will have formulated some sort of opinion on
1: i dig it i can get behind that idea this way like we all have Mm -hmm. at least once a month we all have something to talk about together but also with the new format of the show we we should easily be able to get into things that we can all talk about together but something we all ingested pretty much at the same
0: time yeah and you figure if um that this is a this is an example so i'm not going to actually propose this one but say like In July, I proposed we watched, like, the first season of Arrow. Um, I believe that's still on Netflix. I believe we all have Netflix, so, like, that would be fine. Um, That's a 22-episode season. They're about 40 minutes apiece, so, like, that wouldn't be a watch in July and then record in August. That would be, like, a watch throughout July and August, record it in September, and then whoever is next in line would pick something, like, a movie or something to do in August, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, yeah, this way, like, because I know none of us are exactly just, like, full schedules all the time, but I know, like, things happen. Like, you can't always watch 20 hours of television, um, in a few weeks, but, like, yeah, eight weeks should be plenty of time for that, and if, if for some reason, like, we all ended up just finishing something very quickly, like, we could always bump that timeline up by, like, a, a week or two, depending on, like, how it falls. Um, but you figure, like, we can always find, like, two hours to watch a movie. Like, that should be easy enough.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or uh, we can watch a literal book, or not watch, a literal book, <laughs> read a literal book for this book club.
0: Well, I mean, Richie, with the way that you read, it probably is more like just watching the book. So
1: yeah, I just <laughs> stare at the pages until they flip themselves.
0: Yeah, and I mean, like I, I would say like something like a book or even like a graphic novel would be would actually be interesting to do. Probably something that we'd we'd give a little extra time for, particularly like a novel. Um,
2: but also, <laughs> I mean, I was I I'm sure. Sh- I just read a 240-page self-help book in a weekend. Oh, I mean, I, I read books every
0: night. So, like, depending on, like, the length of the book, like, it might take me a month to get through it. It might take me a week to get through it, so...
1: Two hundred and forty pages would take me a couple of maybe two weeks I can't how how long I think it took me a week to read that that Batman book and that was like a hundred and fifty how about
0: like goosebumps like 120 hundred and twenty twenty pages
1: I mean those words are like <laughs> three inches big, so I should be able to read that in a few days
0: okay I don't um know. but you figure like again to like what I had said before like we can start with stuff that's not gonna run us any extra money up front just so like we're not. We're not spending money on something and then realizing like, oh shit, like this segment just doesn't really work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think between us, like we all have Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, HBO. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I thought so, but Dr- Drew, I wasn't a hundred percent with HBO with you. I knew you had the other three.
2: No, we d- we have HBO Max because Sarah signed up for like the six months because In the Heights is premiering on there next week.
0: Oh, yeah. okay. Actually, um this is just a total side thing, um, and I'm not gonna say much about it. Both of you should check out Mayor of East Town. It's you M A R E. Not like Mayor, like the mayor of a town.
2: I've heard a lot about it.
0: Um it's it's really good. It's like a it's it's a it's a detective e show. Um but it it's local it, it's local. It was filmed local. It's based in um Delco. Either yeah. either Delco or Chester. I forget which I but it's... like that area
1: pretty sure it's doko Like, 90% it, sure it's Delco.
0: It's a fictionalized... So, I think, if I remember what I read online, it's a fictionalized version of East Town. Not E-Town. E- uh, however you say that other one. East Town in Chester County, but the one in the show is based in Delaware County. Um, But it's just, like, they make references to Wawa, and, like, their accents are mostly good. Especially for, like, <laughs> half the cast being British or Australian, and, like sounding like they are like mostly from like the Philadelphia region. Yeah. Uh but yeah, it's like it's it's a mini series. It's like 7 episodes. Like if you guys have time, like just because I Sarah I think would actually like it a whole bunch, true. Even if you wouldn't.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> um so if anything, that's a recommendation for Sarah. <laughs> all right. Um <laughs> But yeah, so so yeah, we'll we'll start trying this this whole book club idea. I'll try and come up with a better name for it than book club. Um and <laughs> if either of you guys have a better idea, like I'm all for it. Book club works, Um, but yeah, we'll add a a tab to the that spreadsheet, and um, we can throw our ideas for stuff in there, and kind of like go from there. And we'll just we'll rotate every month. We'll just keep a running tally of who suggested what in what month, and we'll just keep going. And Drew, like, if you want to recommend like a wrestling thing at some point down the road, when like we're a little more open to like subscribing to stuff, like Mm -hmm. that's your prerogative. You can make us watch fucking wrestling (laughs) if you wanted to.
1: Look, it's going to take me two or three months to get through a Raw or whatever. Uh, listen,
2: <laughs> I, it takes me two or three months to get episodes.
0: Just, like, don't give us, like, a WrestleMania, because isn't that, like, a 32-hour day or something like that?
2: Oh, no, it's now two four-hour nights or whatever. I but, thought it was longer than the Super Bowl at this point. Like, I started thought it well, started at, like,
0: 5 o'clock on Friday and just went till sometime Monday morning. Fucking pr- basically.
1: <laughs> I, I, I know my first suggestion. The last episode of Campaign Two of Critical Role for seven <laughs> hours.
0: I mean, we can we can do that. I feel like we're not going to get any of the fucking context.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, you're not. You're not at all going to get any of the context.
0: Oh god, that's tomorrow for you, isn't it?
1: Uh, Friday. Oh well, right, right. Tomorrow, it, it
0: airs tomorrow. You watch it Friday.
1: Yeah, I'll be watching it Friday because there's no way in hell I'm waiting till ten o'clock in the morning to stay up until three o'clock in the. M- no, I did the math wrong. Uh, whatever. You guys know what I'm
0: saying. Yeah. Ten to three or four would be ten. No, ten to five if it's seven hours.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then have to work the next day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like that's one of those you just take
2: the day
0: off.
1: All, <laughs> or all of you just go ahead. Drew. You
0: just
2: go to bed after work tomorrow, and then wake wake up at like nine forty five. Start watching it, and then like you're up for work the next day. Like I
1: I would not <laughs> be able to fall asleep after work immediately after work tomorrow. Uh, but I also have some D&D prep to do that I completely forgot about over the past 3 weeks. Um so that that can't happen. Anymore. Oh uh, yeah,
0: no, that's When do you guys play?
1: Friday. Friday.
0: Oh yeah, so no, you Yeah, so you, you're going to have to prep tomorrow so that you have your 8 hours on Friday to watch your your first viewing of the finale.
1: Yes, yeah. Right. Uh
0: so, so yeah. before we get too far off track, um I'm ju- I'm just gonna, I'm going to take this one since it was my idea. I'm going to throw out the first fucking suggestion. Um this is going to be a bad one. I apologize to both of you cuz I'm not excited for it either. <clears throat> um, we're going to watch Terminator Dark Fate. It's on Hulu. Okay. Um, that was the most recent one where they brought um Linda Hamilton back. Um, it's apparently not good, but I have seen every other Terminator movie except for that one and I just feel like I have to see that one.
1: So it's it's a movie?
0: Yeah, Terminator.
1: Okay. Well, I, there was Terminator series and stuff. Oh,
0: right, right. Yeah, the Sarah Connor Chronicles.
1: And I'm sure that they probably have had other series. I don't know.
0: No, that that's the I, only one. To Sarah, Con- Sarah Connor Chronicles. Look,
1: you know what? We can go bad, and then we can go worse with the next month. I'll just suggest Monster Hunter, hm. the movie.
0: I mean, if that's on a streaming platform, like you can it's, do it.
1: It's not. But look, I'll we'll figure it. But now I'm not going to suggest that yet. I mean, I've look, been wanting. There,
0: to- there is a whole realm of shitty, like, nerd movies that we could just do an entire separate thing about? I mean, you have the Assassin's Creed movie, the World of Warcraft movie, the Monster Hunter movie, um, I, what is Mario it, 14 Brothers. Resident... Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, Bob Hoskins was a national treasure, and it's not his fault that movie was terrible. I,
2: I'm not saying it was. <laughs> it doesn't mean that movie isn't fucking now. No, terrible. it's, it's <laughs> very bad.
0: I was... I, yeah. I,
1: I literally just did 30 weeks of that. Trust me, I know.
0: Yeah, no, that's true, but and I, it's funny, I was only thinking about the recent stuff, but, like, there's 14 Resident Evil movies, and that you guys remember Alone in the Dark? Yeah, What a coach, fucking yes. bad movie that was. It it ended like, at the beginning of the movie, like, it just ended.
1: You know what? In honor of his new movie, I think I know what my next marathon's gonna be. Doom? It's gonna be Shyamalan movies.
0: <laughs> oh.
1: I, I like them. I like
0: Shyamalan movies. He had, like, two good ones.
1: And his new movie, Old, looks very interesting. You say he had two good ones, but have you seen any of the recent ones?
0: Um,
1: what was the last Shyamalan movie you saw?
0: Oh, God, honestly, I don't know. It has actually been a long time since I've seen them, but Glass and Glass, I didn't think it was interesting because I didn't really like Unbreakable all that much, mm-hmm. Um, which I know I'm like the lone one out for that, or the odd one out for that one. Um, I did want to see the other one, Split, which was like in that same sort of universe with um James
2: McAvoy. Mm-hmm,
1: yeah. Well, it would you would have had to do Unbreakable, Split, and then Glass.
0: Well, no, because Split is totally separate unless you watch all of them together anyway. Like you don't realize. Bruce, Split... Bruce
1: Willis shows up at the end of Split.
0: Exactly, but I've seen Unbreakable, so like I don't have to watch Glass. But I, you know,
1: I mean, gla- Glass is different. I don't know. Anyway,
0: yeah. Um, right. there was one other thing I wanted to bring up to you guys real quick. Um, Patreon. Now, uh, Rich. Yes. Uh huh. Where where can people? find our Patreon.
1: You really think I thought about doing this and checking this?
2: Because I completely forgot. It's at Patreon.com slash OneQuest. Of there course. There you go.
0: Come on, man. Drew doesn't even pay attention to half the show. And he no, knows. I don't.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we just we just had a whole discussion asking him what his opinion was on something. He doesn't know what he agreed to. Yeah, true. <laughs> so, we we don't really have a lot going on on Patreon. We, we talk about it at the end of every episode. That's kind of it. Um, What I'd like to do is as things kind of like progress, um, find little ways to make that a little more appealing to people uh-huh. rather than just, you know, hey, you can just, you can give us a dollar and the episode will be there too. It's also one free feed. Um, so for the, for the book club stuff, um, I was thinking maybe like having a tier that people could suggest things. Sure. Um, and then how would you guys feel? Um, and th- this would be more like the two of you. Um, of doing something maybe like quarterly, like not nothing too like um, too frequent, at least in, unless it gets very popular. Doing something like D and D related.
2: I, I mean, I will play more D and D when <laughs> fucking ever. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't, you
1: don't have to ask if I want to play more.
0: Yeah, I was thinking because people really like like the actual play stuff, um, and I figure it's something that if once every like three months or something like that. Um, like, I mean, how long would, like, how long do you guys do, like, an ongoing campaign usually? Like, like, like at a, like, four hours, like, a session, give or take? Uh,
2: yeah,
1: three to four hours, uh, depending on the group and, Uh like, and the start time and shit. Like, if we start at, like, 7 o'clock, we'll probably go, like, at least till 10 or 11. If we start later, it'll probably be shorter, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I have a campaign that, Starts 10 o'clock Eastern and usually doesn't end until 3 o'clock.
2: Jesus. And I mean, we've Um, had games, the two of us, Eric and Vogel, where we've started at like six and not ended till like two in the morning. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, sometimes you, sometimes between getting into it and then just having to take breaks and kind of go getting off course with other bullshit, like things happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But like, and I'm going to use this term loosely. I don't actually mean scripted, but a scripted thing such as this and and uh, uh, like we could keep it down to three hours a session
0: well so what i was actually going to say is if like quarterly i, I just keep using quarterly because it's an easy thing to kind of work at Uh uh-huh. um if like every quarter there was like a four hour session that got broken out into maybe four individual hours um assuming that like like that could that that assuming that worked um mm-hmm. then it could you know There's a couple different ways to do it, depending on if we have actual Patreon support at that point or not. Um, We could release each episode, like, weekly on Patreon, and then maybe, like, after all four episodes of that, like, session have been released, like, they can go into free feeds. Or, like, Patreon could potentially get, like, the whole four hours, and then, like, over the course of the next month, they go up on the free feeds. So, like, you know, like, there's different ways to kind of do it based on, like, what sort of support we're getting for it. Um, cause again, like the only way that a lot of that stuff works is if we get some, some support just to pay for hosting. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not necessarily looking for people to like give us thousands and thousands of dollars though. If you want to give us thousands of dollars, like Richie By and audience. I could use new computers to be able to do more <laughs> cool stuff.
1: <laughs> the, the, the more money we get, the more likelihood we can like stream it live and record it video wise and post like, like D and D is fun listening to D and D is fun watching. So, like, it, it would make, if we get more money, we can do more stuff. But just to help with hosting is nice as well.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that's sort of, like, I was trying to think of things like that. Like, like little things that we don't necessarily have to, we all have day jobs. So, like, it's not things that we have to, like, carve out, like, chunks of time every week to try and, like, fit in. Um, but it's things that, you know, can be done over the course of, like, a weekend, like, every couple of weeks, every couple of months, what have you and, like, give us, like, that little, like, buffer of content to, like, have things, basically.
2: Yeah.
1: Look, I'm all for it, and if we play, you have to make an illegit character think about his, what they look like, and things like that. You can't just...
0: Oh, no, this was for you guys, not
2: for me. No, you're gonna (laughs)
1: have, you have to be part of it. You have to be part of it. Well,
2: (sighs) while we're talking about potential Patreon ideas, I have an idea that I've bounced around for a long time in my head, but would definitely require us to have a semi legit video streaming setup, and it's to kind of have come up with some sort of a gaming competition between the three of us, like you know, pick a level in a game, like the levels from a game or whatever, and go across genres since we like to give each other shit about get, getting good at games,
0: kind of like the thing they do at um PAX, yeah, where like they like a bunch of people like like enter it and it's like oh like maybe you're playing street fighter and tetris and a fucking crane game or something like
2: that Uh, yeah something like that or you know like fucking who can beat mario brothers one the fast ever that kind of just those kind of throw all those things together and like it could be an ongoing like once a month we get together and here's the fucking thing we're playing this month and we have a running fucking tally or whatever
1: so far, everything I'm hearing about this is Richie. You're gonna lose game, <laughs> Mario Bros. Like, like
2: what? Cobb, what have we said to Richie about games? Get good. Exactly. <laughs> I am bad at platformers. You know
1: that. I just can't get good. I can't.
2: Just it's practice. Practice makes perfect.
1: Yeah, you know what? As long as we get to play some Souls games or some shit like that in there, then I,
2: I'm sure we could find some fucking thing to do in like a Souls yeah, I, mean, I' type game. I, we all own Bloodborne.
0: I can't get past the first area, um, but we all own it.
2: Yeah,
1: we could definitely do a um, like a Patreon users decide each of our builds or our select build, and whoever can get to the first boss, which I believe is Cleric Beast, and defeat them first would win.
0: Yeah, and st- and honestly, like stuff like that is if we all have set like like PC setups that can handle streaming video and audio at the same time which drew right now you're the only one that does mm-hmm. um that actually isn't that hard to do cuz like we can all just grab our playstations run it through like a capture card um and then throw it in like we would all just um one of us would run it through like OBS basically like it's yeah it's 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 not as hard as as it might sound it would it would take a little bit of like tweaking and stuff like that for like ones like that but then like anything multiplayer we can always just do in the same place
2: and yeah the, i mean honestly i think all of it would be more fun all together doing it oh i mean that's you true know, like even if it's just like sp- pass the controller yeah pass the controller to speedrun mario
1: i mean it like it it, it it again it all depends on what we're playing if we're doing like a playstation game it has native streaming it's not that great but we can make it work right um if like this like i was talking i guess before the show uh, I just bought this thing called the Genki Shadowcast, which uh, is just a USB dongle that plugs into your system, or an HDMI dongle that plugs into your system. You plug a USB into that and plug it into your computer, and you should be able to play games on your computer and cast from that. So it, it, it's it's reasonable and it's possible. We would just we would have to decide what the tournament and challenges are going to be.
0: Yeah. And um, then
1: give me time to practice some of the platforming. Um, no,
0: no, you gotta go I'm not gonna practice Bloodborne, you're not practicing Mario.
1: How can I get good if you don't let me practice? Time? Trial had
0: by fire
2: your entire life to get <laughs> look, good at Mario.
0: Look, just
1: because Cobb is choosing not to practice Bloodborne doesn't mean I don't have to choose to not practice Mario. I'm choosing to practice. I mean, practice. Talk about practice? you know that you know yes, that reference. Yes.
0: I do not. It's Alan
1: it's Iverson. Alan Iverson jakes
0: oh okay yeah i know who alan iverson is
1: it was uh they were they were asking him a question at a press conference about practice and like why he didn't show up or something was this when he came
0: back to the sixers like a decade ago or whatever that was no
2: this was in Uh, like his original run yeah oh and
1: so so they're asking him like like why didn't you show up to practice you know you're gonna get fined or something i don't know something stupid i'm sure jordan probably knows more than i do but he just turns around he's just like come on like or Pra- it's practice or or ta- practice we're talking about practice practice like come on we're talking about practice <laughs> not a game
0: practice <laughs> all right that sounds like iverson yeah yeah um but yeah so so just to circle back around um if people want to see us do like more varied content um head over to patreon.com slash one quest like give us a dollar whatever you can um the more we can get off of there, the more we can sort of bulk up things, get more like we have a finite amount of hosting space on Libsyn. So the more hosting space we want, the more that costs per month. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah. So help us out if you can, if you can't, I understand, but you know, and if you guys have any other ideas for like other sort of like content, like even if it's just more podcasts, like Drew, if you wanted to do wrestling again at some point, like, I know, like you said before, like wrestling is really not good right now. So, but like, if you wanted to talk about wrestling for in two hours a month or something like that, like mm-hmm. fucking go for it. Yeah. Anyway, though, Rich, what yep. is on the agenda for tonight?
1: So today we have uh, about four main topics that we're going to talk about. First, we all played the Scarlet Nexus demo that's out on PlayStation Five and probably all consoles.
0: Just we're PlayStation. Gonna-
1: just PlayStation. Okay. I, I didn't know I didn't really look too much into it. Um we're going to talk about that. Then uh Monster Hunter Rise's final update for a while was released last week. I played it. Uh I'm going to talk about that. Plus I've got a question about it afterwards to propose to these guys. Uh Dr- and you finished Hannibal. So we're going to have a discussion about that. And Cobb, you watched Gundam 00, correct? Yes. So we'll talk about that as well.
0: Cool. Uh so what did you guys think of Scarlet Nexus?
2: It was very, I want to know. Yeah, it it I want an to Fuck. <laughs> um yeah, I don't know. It was fine. It's not a game I would buy. I don't based on that demo. Like I don't know. I didn't feel like the combat was particularly special.
0: Um it's it's like I said in our group chat. It's a, it's a Bandai Namco game that they really want to be a platinum game. Like, like, an like an A-Team Platinum game. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah like, like it felt like, at least with the, the female character, I can't remember the character's names, they were super anime names, so yeah. they're gonna be hard to remember, um, but with the female character, she was, like, slow and kind of clunky, and just, the combat didn't quite feel right, but when I did play with the male character, it did feel a little bit more comfortable. I'm not sure, uh, Cobb, you said you played with the male character, Druton, who'd you play The as? male character. Okay, um... It does have some interesting mechanics with the, um, the R2, um, using your psychosis to pull things, and, like, if you hit an attack and then hit R2, it swing it, like, the, the the thing you pull can potentially sink, hit things twice.
0: Hey, Rich, just to, to roll back real quick, it's psychokinesis, psychosis, totally different thing. <laughs> it's all the same. It's all the same.
1: You know. You know. Uh, the, the setting is very interesting, um but overall it was like i like i played only the beginning portion of the guy's demo because i played the female demo first and the dialogue was exactly the same for both so i was like all right i don't need to play much more than just to get a feel for the character um but like the abilities seem cool they like i i i don't know i i didn't hate it but this is definitely not a game i'm going to get right away
2: oh yeah like i didn't hate it either it also, totally does not surprise me that the mission audio stuff was no different at all. Like, they didn't seem to put too big of an emphasis on the characters being any different on the character select screen. Yeah, it's
0: not that game. the The little bit that you play in the demo reminded me a lot of Astral Chain, which was the Switch mm-hmm. Platinum game that came out twenty nineteen. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, I, yeah.
0: Only, I really liked Astral Chain. Uh, my biggest complaint with it, and it, it was a very similar setup. You you picked the male or the female protagonist. Um, rather than it just being identical dialogue, um, only the other protagonist had any dialogue. So if you picked the male, only the female talked. If you picked the female, only the male talked. Um, but the story basically plays the same regardless. Um, they're, they're brother and sister. So like, it's just you if you're the if you're the female he, she's just talking about her brother the whole time and vice versa um yeah. but it, it's a very similar like weird monsters to fight um you use like special abilities that only certain people have in astral chain it was like you got bonded with the with the beasts from this other plane in in scarlet Nexus you get the like people have you know superpowers basically mm-hmm. um yeah. and like in astral chain so in Scarlet Nexus, you have those, um, like, your R1 abilities where, like, it's it's the other NPCs on your team. You can borrow their abilities, whether it's, like, yeah, um, improved defense or, like, a fire attack or um, uh, going invisible and, like, going through things or what have you. Um, in, in Astral Chain, it was, well, as you play, you just unlock the different beasts that former members of this unit used to have. And you would just change to them, and they all had a different fighting style. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed the concept of this game more than I probably enjoyed playing it, just because like it, like the the combat felt very generic. Mm-hmm. Like there wasn't, it felt generic and not great. Like I, I, I feel like the but like I need to remap the buttons on it because stuff just didn't feel natural for the way that like attacks and everything were working. Um. I did just I only just actually looked up the wikipedia to read like the the synopsis for the story. I don't know if either of you guys checked this if out. Fuck no. Um <laughs> so, ready? Set in the near future end an alternate reality where humanity develops technology and forms society based on the substances found in human brains.
1: Okay. These sub
0: yeah. these substances also grant humans extrasensory superpowers. The other suppression force or OSF recruits members with supernatural abilities to protect humanity from the others. Mindless monsters descending from the extinction belt.
2: Wait, wasn't the one fucking meter just called brain too, now that you mentioned that?
0: I think so.
1: <laughs> and I, Yeah, I, I can't there were like two meters and I like I couldn't really track either of them. Like Like it like the psychokinesis, the one meter Fell anytime you used the R two, and the uh-huh. other one gained, but it slowly fell as you weren't in combat. And like, I it just, it was, yeah. I would need more time with the game to like really fully understand it.
0: Yeah, i th- I think the demo did a good good job of showing like what the combat looked like and what like the game mm-hmm. looks like, but it it obviously didn't have enough in it to really like let you know like what sort of depth there is to it.
1: I mm-hmm. I went. Did you go into the menus at all?
0: Um. Not really, no.
1: I went into the start menu after my character's got a level up, and I was looking at the. Le- it's a sphere grid, and it is intense. It,
2: right, that, I did look at that.
1: Yeah, it, it there's it just it is huge sphere grid for your character's abilities, and it is nuts.
2: Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I like
1: I I like I looked at it. I was like, should I bother leveling up my character? Now, fuck it. If I die, I die. This is a fucking demo. Who cares? I'm not going to try to understand what's going on in here for this demo real quick, like yeah, it, if I had the full game, I'd care more, but they also probably would have given a tutorial for it, whereas
0: exactly
2: like,
1: this this grid was
2: nuts. I mean that the little bit I looked through the grid, it was pretty generic. it was like five percent increase to melee attack. I,
1: like I don't I don't mean like what you get I just mean like the looks of it Oh uh, like, all right I I opened the menu saw the grid I was like nope and left
0: fair And you know when spe- when like like sphere grids like that or just like level grids or or skill trees or what what whatever you want to call them get big like that um it gets hard it, it becomes just daunting cuz even if like mm-hmm. like you said drew like it's like 5% this or you know extra that like you still find yourself like going through like long chains of things to see mm-hmm. what that mm-hmm. path leads to. Like I I had a similar problem with um sh- oh, fuck what was the last one? Shadow of the Tomb Raider had a, a an unnecessarily complex skill tree. Yeah. Um that was just like there was too much on it for that sort of game. Mm-hmm. Um I have a bad tendency of like demos and stuff like that of not going into any of those things because I figure if the if I like the game enough, I'm going to buy the game. And the game, like you said, Rich, is going to have some sort of tutorial at some point that explains that to you. And they're going to do a better job explaining it to me than I'm going to do of just stumbling the fuck through it.
1: Yeah, yeah, true.
0: Um, I also, this is funny. I just noticed this. So this game is only the demo is only available on PS4 and PS5. This game was announced during the Xbox 2020 last May. Hmm, fun. So yeah, I thought that was that was funny. Um, but so it's coming to Windows. PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X and S. Not coming to Switch as of right now. Um, even though, like, I feel like this would probably be a decent Switch game. Like, it, it doesn't seem too too advanced. Like I said, it's it feels very much like Astral Chain. Like, at least in like aesthetics.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it looks d- pretty it, I, nice. Like, I I don't have like I can't say it looked amazing, but I don't know that. Granted, I haven't looked a shit ton on the Switch. I don't know that it would run on a Switch well though. I mean,
0: like I said, it looks very similar to Astral Chain. Astral Chain also had a lot going on, and that game ran perfectly fine, at least to me. Like, I never noticed any, like, bad slowdowns. It did run—I preferred playing it on the TV. Like, th- there was too much to play in handheld, but it was still doable. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Um. Also, this—I I- only—I'm just finding this out, too. Back in March, it was announced this game is getting an anime adaption.
2: To fucking, of uh, course it is. It's already an yeah, anime. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I,
1: I'm totally not surprised on that. I, I'll, I'll keep an eye on it to try to watch it, because I do want to get back into more anime that I haven't really been watching.
0: I have recommendations um, for you if, you if you want them.
1: Uh, Yeah, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. Uh,
0: um. Yeah, it's going to premiere July 1st. Um, it's being done by Sunrise, which is the Gundam studio, <laughs> ironically enough. Um, and it was licensed by Funimation for outside of Asia, so... Whether we get it as some sort of like simulcast, or whether it's just something that Funimation eventually puts on their platform, uh, not sure, but yeah. And the game itself comes out June 25th, so 23 days from now? 22 yeah. from when this show goes live?
1: Yeah, it's uh, that's the same day as Mario Golf, so I'm not getting this game, because I'm getting <laughs> Mario Golf.
0: I don't think I'm getting this. Uh, my birthday's right around there, though, and... Other than Ratchet and Clank, there aren't a whole lot of other games I'm interested in. So
1: Ratchet Ratchet and Clank is like the day after or the day before.
0: Yeah, it's it's like right in that same ballpark, and it's like yeah, both of them are interesting. So like I this one like Scarlet Nexus in particular feels more like one of those games where I want to see what the reviews are for it. Um, if for nothing else, then to see the review scores of people that I know have similar takes to mine. Like I don't give yeah. a fuck what Metacritic says, but like depending on, like, who reviews it at, like, IGN or GameSpot or, like, like Game Informer mm-hmm. or what have you, like, if certain people review this game and give it, like, a 7 or an 8, like, I'm probably going to be a little more inclined to check it out sooner rather than just waiting until, like, it's on, like, a, a cheap Xbox or PSN sale. Or, even better, if it goes on a fucking Game Pass. Like, yeah, that would be great. I don't expect mm-hmm. it to happen up front, but, like, I'd be all for that. Because... <laughs> yes. Sorry, I wasn't going to say anything else. You can go ahead.
1: No, it's just, I'm trying to remember a name of a game that you guys told me to get that I know is on sale on PlayStation. And I'm like, I'm also not going to get this because of this other super anime, uh, RTS game that has a ridiculous name.
0: Oh, um, um, fuck, um, Aegis something.
1: I thought it was like Aegis Titan or something like that. I, I, I can't remember what it's called. Thirteen
0: Sentinels Aegis Rim.
1: That's it. I'm pretty sure I saw it on sale. It is on, on sale. PlayStation right now.
0: Yep, I keep, I keep, I keep looking at it on the on the PSN. I'm like, it's on sale for like half off. Yeah. Should I, should I buy it or should I just yeah. wait?
1: But then I'm also like, do I want to just not get it and get all the DLC for uh for City Skylines,
0: which is also on sale.
1: Yeah, and it's like it it's way half off. It's way cheaper than like even thinking about getting the game on Steam.
0: Yeah, because I, I think it's usually a hundred dollars on PlayStation, it's like sixty right now. It's forty. Oh, is it only forty? Jesus. Yeah,
1: it's forty. And I have a twenty five dollar gift card, so
2: it's fifteen there you go. I <laughs> would
0: I would go for that over over Thirteen Sentinels. I think you in particular would like Thirteen Sentinels based on everything I've heard about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that's also sort of game where like it's gonna go on sale again. Like it, it's, yeah, it's, it's it's only like a year old.
1: It's it's gonna go on sale again and it's a game that I can win.
0: Exactly. Uh but so how was Monster Hunter Rise's final in air quotes update?
1: Fucking bullshit. Man. <laughs> Drew and uh, I've I been wait, telling
0: you that for years.
1: I no, it's but that's the thing the game wasn't bullshit. It was just like how they released this game was bullshit. And like they tried to blame COVID, which I I maybe, but it was straight up they realized they're not gonna support this game like they did Monster Hunter World, so they had to find a way to quote support it like they did like Monster Hunter World by releasing the ending in installment. Like I lo- I boot the game up and the first thing that happens to me as the game is loading is like the leader of the town saying, Hey, go fight the final boss. There's no preamble to it or anything. It's like the the game the base game ended with a cutscene of, like, the two twins in the town, like, saying this little trancy thing that they were under, or, like, this little, like, uh, uh, tale about the twins or whatever. And, and then there was, like, no story content from that to this DLC, but the previous DLC had new, new monsters to fight and shit. It was just, it was so dumb what they did. And this, I, the final fight is the two big monsters, uh, together. It's one of them and then another, which sounds, all right, that's fine, but, like, you're in the same arena that you fought, so the the monsters are Narwa and Ibushi. Narwa is the lightning serpent, Ibushi is the wind serpent. Um, your arena that you're fighting in this final fight is the same arena you fought Narwa in, in the, uh, like, uh, in the base game, and when you defeat her, She falls into the ground, and there's this huge hole. Then when you fight Ibushi at the beginning of this fight, the hole is fucking covered up. (laughs) And you fight Ibushi, who then, when you get him down to just a few more hits, falls and creates a giant fucking hole (laughs) that Narwa is in. And so you jump down into this hole. There's a couple uh, gun placements that you can take and just kill uh, Ibushi with, and then you have to fight Narwa. who's Got a bullshit Nova attack and just got some stupid abilities. And it's just, it it, it was the worst fight. Like, I texted, uh, you guys won't get this reference or won't really care, but uh, in Monster Hunter Try for the Wii, uh, they incorporated swimming. And like, you could actually swim underwater. And the final boss fight in that game was a giant bearded, like, dragon.
0: Wait, could you not swim in Monster Hunter before that?
1: No, you can't swim now. Even in world. Even in world. What does if no you go swimming? into the water? You 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 you. Any water is generally like waist high. Oh. Like you you can't go into water into deep water. If there's water on the level, it's waist high. There's no swimming in Monster Hunter.
0: I mean, I guess that kind okay. of makes sense with like you're supposed to be like wearing this like giant armor, so like you would fucking I, sink and die.
1: They they might have had it in another version since try. But I don't think it was as in like needed and in depth as it was in try. And swimming sucked. And this final boss fight fighting this giant bearded dragon monster thing underwater was the worst because it was 4D. It was all over like it, or not not it was but it was like X, y a, uh, uh, X, it was all the axes, axes. It wasn't just a flat plane. like you had to move all over the place and it was the worst. I texted somebody and said, I'd rather do that fucking fight than do this fight ever again. <laughs> wow. The, the, the music sucked. Like, Monster Hunter, I don't care what you have to say. Monster Hunter has some fucking awesome music. Like, they have some great music. And the final boss fight was just this boring, beautiful mu- beautiful song, if you're not in a fight song. But it was just boring and slow. And I'm like, I'm trying to get into this intense fight mode. And it's just, like, boring song. It sucked.
0: Yeah, like, soft, like, slow... Like I'm assuming it was, like, slower, soft music? Yeah, yeah. Like, that doesn't make sense for, like, a fight.
1: For, for like, an... Like, Not at all. It makes sense... Like, it kind of works in, like, a normal RPG, like, a turn-based RPG, kind of. Uh, Depending. But also, like... But, like, it has to be a tense moment. Like, my favorite moment in gaming is in Final Fantasy IX, when you're just playing as Zidane going through all those fights... And, like, it's that sad music because he's finding out that, like, he's basically nothing or whatever. Like, or he's a clone or whatever it was. Like, that is, like, my favorite moment in gaming. The music's great. You get that feeling and it's awesome. But this, like, you don't... There was no supposed to be, like, somber feeling. You were saving the fucking world. Why is it somber? Why are you giving me the somber fucking music?
0: And there is a difference between, like like slow and somber during like an action sequence and like somber but intense during yeah. a sequence like that
1: yeah and it's just it was slow and somber and it was boring and then halfway through the fight against Narwa, uh Magnamalo, uh pops out just so that they can force feed you the wyvern riding that was one of the big mechanics in this game. They wanted to make sure you had one chance to wyvern ride against the final fucking boss. So this monster, the the, the, the flagship monster of this game just pops out and it's just like, all right, I'm, ride me and we'll fight this thing together, which is stupid. And, and like, And then after you actually finish it, which it took me three fucking tries because it fucking sucks. After you finish it, uh you are now uh, hunter rank cap to level one hundred to get the 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 next uh elder dragon that they incorporated, which was uh uh Crimson um uh Vostrax that I showed you guys last week. Like it's just overall it was just disappointing. I spent seventy-five hours in this game. It's a fun game, but like overall just disappointing. I still
0: it's think like, it's kinda wild that you have it came out about a month ago, right?
1: Uh two months ago at this point.
0: Oh, was it April that it came out?
1: Uh it was um yeah, late April.
0: Okay, so just or over no it. no no no
1: no. It was uh late March. Oh March 26th. Okay.
0: okay. So like in those two ish months, you have not really said anything positive about it on the show, but still managed to play it for 75 hours.
1: But it's and, and that's the thing. Like, it's the, it still is Monster Hunter. And like it, it, it has the Monster Hunter formula, and it is enjoyable to play, but overall, it's just they drop the ball. It is, like, in my opinion, one of the lower Monster Hunter games in a sense of, like, more story-wise and and, and release-wise and development than it is gameplay-wise. Like, gameplay... Like, they added some really cool features with the wire bug and and things like that, but they... Took away some of the cooler features from Monster Hunter World and, and excluded some of the features from like, uh, Generations and, uh, um, yeah, I believe it was Generations that had the limits or whatever they were called. I can't remember. Like, they did some cool things and overall they like, there's things that work in this game, but just in the end, it just did, it, it doesn't work to like, it doesn't satisfy.
0: Which, like, that's a bummer just because you were, you were very excited for this going mm-hmm. in.
1: Yeah. And, and that, that brings me to the question that I was gonna, I'm gonna propose. And I have to, uh, thank, um, my other podcast, Brozé Podcast, because this was suggested by us, by a, a listener. Um, they only gave their initials DF. So thanks, DF, for giving me content on now two podcasts. Um, but what is the most disappointing game that you've played? It's not necessarily the worst. It doesn't have to have been a bad game, but it was just most disappointing. And I have two for me: Monster Hunter Rise and Outriders. The two within the past four months.
0: Now, like, do you think that you have those two because they're so recent that they're just in memory, or uh, right?
1: I mean, they're they're the most recent. Yes, I um I can't think of like like at this point I can't think of games that like if I were if I didn't like them or were disappointed by them I wouldn't have continued to play them. But like I'd continue to play Outriders when they fix the bugs. I, I'll Have continue- Have
2: they I'd, fixed the bugs? Because everything I, I see, every time there's a new patch, it's like, everyone fucking hates this patch. They hate the game even more.
1: I I mean, I don't- I haven't looked at Outriders in a while, because there's still issues with cross-play. And I only know two people that play that game, and they're on PC, and I don't want to run the risk of them losing their shit, or me losing my shit while playing the game. So it's not worth playing. It's- Like, and it's disappointing because overall the game I thought had promise, but I, and I talked about it on the show. They, they just did a whole fuck you with the end story. It's like, oh yeah, the, uh, the only reason, this signal that you've been searching for the past 30 years for, it's actually just like humans got to this planet 10 years before you did because 20 years after you left earth, they built a faster ship and got here first. (laughs) Like, fuck you it was just and then they have this whole thing with the anomaly that they like oh uh it makes you hate humans because humans killed all of the creatures that keep the anomaly in check and and, of course. and then the, and then the final boss you fight twice and after you kill him and if i remember correctly you flat out shoot him in the head he's somehow still a fuck alive and, and like in the final cutscene he's still alive and and it's just like well this game was fucking stupid like, like, story-wise and shit, it's stupid. I had fun playing it. It wasn't a terrible game, but I was just disappointed with, like, the outcome.
0: Hey, guys, I just want, I just need to cut in for a second. Uh, It's officially summer. Mr. Softy's here.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's been coming around for a while, for, like, at least two months.
0: Oh, see, they haven't really been in my neighborhood. Like, there were, like, two warm days where, like, they came through my neighborhood, but that's it so far.
1: Actually, not two months. Maybe, like, a month. Month and a half. Uh, But, yeah, so what about you guys? Like, disappointing games, not necessarily bad, but, like, something you looked forward to that you played, that you enjoyed, but in the end, just overall, just left a bad taste in your
0: mouth. Drew, I know you said yesterday that you had one that popped oh, yeah. into your head oh, right away. Yeah. What, what I, was yours?
2: I, 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 fucking, I bought a system to play this fucking game. It's Final Fantasy Tactics Advanced. Okay. Yeah. Oh,
0: wow, did you really buy your, uh... uh
2: yeah, that, that's when I finally got a GBA, was when that came out. And, like, the SPs had, like, just come out, or had Maybe been out a little bit, but, like, I got the red uh, Game Boy Advance SP and that game, like, the same day, I'm pretty.
1: Okay. Yeah. I remember, like, that- it was a fun game. It worked. But it just- like, the story was just kind of bland and still, oh, like, like, oh, like, these kids open up. Yeah, book.
2: fucking- Final Fantasy Tactics is my favorite game of all time. To uh-huh. me, Final Fantasy Tactics is a fucking damn near perfect game.
1: Yeah, I I would agree. It is a
2: near-perfect... There are very
0: few people that have anything bad to say about the original
2: tactics. The the story is fucking amazing and, like, deep and adult-ish, especially by comparison. The job system's amazing, like, the freedom you have in going around and just overpowering your characters, if you feel like it, you can. They took away... The only thing I liked that they did in Tactics Advance was you kind of got to set up the world map however you wanted. Yeah. Like, you would put down the different places, like, mm-hmm. as the story progressed.
1: Yeah, they took, like, a uh, uh, an of mana type um, yeah. way to it. Like, most of those games, you you plot out the world as you play. You choose what, what dungeons open and stuff.
2: But then they limited the jobs based on races, and then the fucking judge system was... I was about to
0: say, wasn't that the game that added those horrendous fucking judges?
2: Yeah, like, you could wind up in a fight where it's like, oh, white magic and items are banned, so yeah. guess you can't fucking heal the entire fight. Yeah, hope and that, nobody that's dies. when it's like,
0: th- those are the ones where it's like, alright, well, I'm just gonna turn this off and turn it back on, and hope I saved recently.
2: Uh, yeah, well, but also, like, I mean, you could then hopefully be able to, like, move your way around and avoid a fight to have the the laws change but theoretically you could be completely fucked and have no choice because it's on a like set thing like if you were the law changed every day or what i'm pretty sure and every day, every time you moved to one space was a day so mm-hmm. you could be in a spot where you only had one place to move to the one fight to do and hey you now know the laws are going to be fucked good luck. Now, <laughs> did you ever play the
0: the DS one like A2 or whatever they called I it? I didn't because I hated the first one so much. <laughs> or, I mean, same here. Like I was I was really excited for Advanced and then
2: that I, one came out and I kind of forgot that one even came out to be honest with you. I beat Advanced by accident. Like I didn't realize I was going to the final fight area when I died. I don't think I even made it that far into it like Oh, I, I mean fucking like I love tactical rpgs like that so i stuck with it like i you know i cheesed the shit out of the game and stopped giving a damn about the story super fast because like richie said it's oh these kids go into a book what the fuck ever yeah and like i forget i think i picked the last area by accident and then once you go to it you can't it was like you can't go back and i'm like well whatever and then the final fight was like okay well i beat it good I don't yeah. ever have to play this game again. Let me go play the first tactic five more times. <laughs> that's, which is fair. And like, you can play that game on your phone now. Yeah. I, Fucking I have it on my one tablet. I should maybe start playing it this week while at work, while I have no loans. Maybe that's what I'll do all week. <laughs> play <through laughs> play, play a 24 year old game.
0: Uh, did you have any other any other things that kind of like popped out at you?
2: No, that's the only one that jumped out to me. It's fucking, it was that is the like platonic ideal of a disappointing game. That is to me what Monster Hunter Rise is to Richie, but probably even <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I have a couple. Um,
0: some of, like I kind of have them in like different like levels of disappointment though. So I have stuff like like three D Mario three D All Stars and the Crown Tundra DLC for Pokemon okay um I thought both of those were disappointing for kind of similar reasons like Nintendo just phoned it in with both of them in a lot of ways um with 3d all stars they did nothing to the games like I'm, I don't th- they didn't have to go through and do like full like HD remasters or anything crazy but like they didn't even make it so that you could change your fucking controller layout for for sunshine up front yeah. and it's like some people can play that game with inverted controls other people fucking can't. Um, and I realized like 20 years ago when that game came out, like people didn't really care, but like, you know, accessibility is a fucking thing now. And I realize inverted versus not inverted isn't like that much of an accessibility issue, but like it's still a thing. Mm-hmm. And just, there was just, there was no kind of just anything done to those games. Um, they were just, they were just fucking ROMs basically of the original games. And yeah, that was a yeah. bummer for $60 for games that were all. 15 to 25 years old. Um and then Crown Tundra like Rich I think we we kind of had a similar opinion on this. Um the Isle of Armor was actually interesting. Like like the yeah. the environment was interesting, the the characters they introduced were interesting. There's like a little bit of a story arc to it like it made it worth doing. Um Crown Tundra kind of lost all of that. Like the little bit of a story arc up there was not interesting at all. Um it was all just about finding these legendaries and catching them and it kind of like took away from them being legendary
1: yeah and that's that's like my thought on pokemon in general when it comes to pokemon it's like there's too many fucking legendaries for them to all be in this one area like 90 percent of them to all be in this one area like yeah it does it definitely takes it away
0: yeah, and for so many of the Pokemon that like I was actually interested in seeing in this game to be locked behind that um, Dynamax Cave bullshit, mm-hmm. yeah, like I I hated that entire system. I hated going into that with Pokemon that you couldn't pick. Um, I hated having to do it with strangers because it's just it's impossible to get a fucking team in that game of actual human beings. Yeah. Um, and to get to the end and have any hope of actually catching something. Was like slim unless you actually had three other human beings playing because the AI all sucked <laughs> and basically showed up with fucking magic cards.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, yeah. So, like, that, like, to, to go from like Sword and Shield was, it, it had a lot of flaws, but it was, I think it also succeeded in a lot of ways. And I enjoyed Isle of Armor, like, what they did with that. Mm-hmm. um and then like you get to the crown tundra dlc and it's like oh so you guys just kind of gave up halfway through this huh and
1: like i i i kind of agree with that with all of pokemon sword and shield like i feel like they just phoned it in for pretty much what? the entire thing like we had lengthy mm-hmm. discussions about how like it just didn't feel right they made it too easy there was no yeah actual like puzzles and like it, it that game as a whole was what like is like the the uh uh, what's the word? Um, it's like the heart of this question. It was a good game. It was enjoyable. It was fun, but it was disappointing because it just missed. They missed out on a lot of things that people wanted.
2: Yeah, I'd have definitely considered that more disappointing if I had higher expectations for it. But, but definitely can see that game being disappointing. Like, yeah, and I beat like, it, but whatever. Like I have zero drive to like go through and fucking catch all the Pokemon.
0: Yeah, and like I enjoyed at least the world and seeing all the Pokemon in it. Enough yeah. that, like, I did catch them all in the base game. Um, I caught most... I may have actually caught everything in Isle of Armor, too. But then, by the time it came to, cr- like, the Crown Tundra, it was just like, yeah, this, this environment isn't even all that interesting. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: it, and, and like, for me, it, I lost it when it... Like, I, I had most of the Pokemon in Isle of Armor, and then kind of gave up because the RNG for catch rate was too fucking broken. It's just broken
0: oh yeah like some of the and unfortunately that has been pokemon games for a very long time like the catch rate just being horrendous Hmm. but this was definitely one of those games where like like sword and shield as a whole they definitely aimed it more at like children which i get it like it is a children's game Mm -hmm. but enough adults in that like between like teenager and adulthood play these games because they've been playing them since they were children Mm -hmm. that like have some difficulty settings like like have ways that a more advanced player can make it more challenging. because so I think it was like black and white too had difficulty levels. Like you could actually like pick how hard you want it to be. Yeah. Um, I mean, anyway, just
2: do what I did and make a team of all inanimate objects. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, like you
0: basically have to do shit like that <laughs> yeah. to make it challenging. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 yeah I but mean, even, even that, at that point where I ch- kind of tried to make it arbitrarily hard, it fucking wasn't. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like I, I, I started with like a team where I was just like, all right, I just want to pick cool Pokemon that I catch. And I'm not gonna get like I'm not gonna get rid of any Pokemon I like. So once I get six that I like, that's it. I'm not gonna swap them out or anything at any point. But then, yeah, I I did the the uh, the dog team. Um, what was I working on after that? I can't remember what my next team was. But yeah, I started like I next Pokemon game. I might go for a Nuzlocke first run because like that'll make it difficult.
0: Yeah, and, like why not?
1: <laughs> and that's what I I know uh, like. Uh, uh, buddy, my Evan he he ran it Nuzlocke first run because he's like, I hear I, this game isn't gonna be that hard. I'm gonna Nuzlocke it first run, just see see where I go from there.
0: Yeah, and like honestly, like that is a decent way mm-hmm. to make it more challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I have a few others on here. Um, they're gonna be very quick ones though, except for the last one. Um, okay. Marvel's Avengers, but specifically like the pre-launch and beta stuff. Um, because by the time I actually played the game for real, like I knew what it was. Um, Like, I knew what I was getting into. But, like, I was was excited for that game before they started showing it off. I'm like, oh, that's great. Crystal Dynamics doing an Avengers game. Like, this is going to be a, like, a story-driven, like, action RPG, like, they have been doing. And then, like, as, like, they started showing more and talking about it more, and then, like, the beta happened and all, it's like, oh, no, that is not what this game is at all. What a huge fucking disappointment.
1: I I would argue that I see what you're saying, and I understand it. And I'm not saying you're wrong, but I would argue that that is not necessarily, it, it, it is in line with the question, but like, I was having a discussion with, 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 uh, in a sh- group chat about Final Fantasy VII. How they, they complain that it's an incomplete game. And I'm like, that's the coldest take. You took the terms Final Fantasy VII Remake as remaster, and it's not a remaster. And that's on you and i think i kind of feel the same with like you expected more than what it was going to be and in then it became a disappointment towards you because you were wanting more than what it was i, and I that I, that is
2: valid but also disappointments are all based on expectation like yeah. if you have a low bar for nothing for a thing you can't fucking be disappointed by it. like i if, mean th- y- y- you yeah, can but like, <laughs> but
1: like in in I, and like i said I, in the heart of the question it's like he you're like you played it you you thought it was a good game but it was a disappointment this is you thought it was going to be something different and disappointed that it wasn't what you thought it was going to be Ex- and yeah. so like like i i understand what you're saying and i agree but i also like it's like a give and take with this question if you get what i'm saying
0: yeah no and like i don't disagree with you that's why i said that one like was kind of like a like a quick one yeah. um then i have red dead redemption um okay people love that game. Have either of you guys ever played any of it?
2: I don't fucking like Rockstar's games, so... no.
0: I'm kind of realizing I don't either. Um, So, like, people love the original Red Dead Redemption. Um, Before Red Dead 2 ever came out, um, I had picked up a copy of the first one on 360, like, used at GameStop Super Cheap. Um, And I I popped it in, and I started playing it, and it was just so disappointing how just uninteresting and unfun that game was for me like it, uh, to be like it was like a 7 or 8 year old game at the time so like I realized like I was looking at it as like well modern games don't play this way but I was trying to give it the benefit of the doubt at the same time it's just it was very slow the controls were kind of janky like the, the oh. characters were interesting but not fun like I like I, I had no there was nothing about that game that made me want to experience the rest of it yeah which, like, now yeah. that... that, Like, that really is very much, like, Rockstar. Like, I tr- I remember trying to play Grand Theft Auto 4 and yeah. just not getting into it. Same. Uh, I I played a lot of 3 and Vice City, but it was always just with cheats running around just doing stupid shit.
1: Yeah. I mean, most of the time when I'm playing a Rockstar game like Grand Theft Auto, it's like, I'll play and I'll go through the story for about 4, 5, 6 hours, and then I'm just like, alright, I'm done, with the story, and I turn it on, find a hooker have sex, kill her to get my money back, and then just do stupid shit around the city. Like, it's just what you do in Grand Theft Auto. Like, you know you're bored when you decide to follow traffic. Yeah, And I always did that in Grand Theft Auto. It's just like, I'm done. Like, this game got me for a bit, but it doesn't hook me. And, like, I've been watching videos of Grand Theft Auto 5 where I'm like, I kind of want to get into that. But at the same time, I don't know enough people that play it online to make it worthwhile.
0: And that's apparently where the fun is in that game, is Grand Theft Auto Online.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, okay. I mean, a lot of it is also you're just bullshitting with your friends Yeah, in the GTA Online.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, so then the, the other one I have is Final Fantasy XII. Yo, fuck Final Fantasy XII. That game sucks. Um, so Final Fantasy XII came out, I want to say in 2006-ish. Wait, was it mm-hmm. that late? Uh, I think so, because... I'm, uh, maybe, no, no, maybe it was a little before that. Maybe it was like 05. I think it was pre PS3. I'm gonna look real quick. Um, cause I, I it's oh, a PS2. Wow, no, it was holy shit, March 2006. Man, I shouldn't second guess myself on game releases. Um, that, so that was a period where I was really into Final Fantasy games. Like, Same. I had played, I, I had played seven through ten and liked all of them. Tactics, um, I had played four at that point, I believe, or I, I was playing four. Um, and, like, up to that point, there hadn't been a Final Fantasy that I had played that I didn't at least find something enjoyable about. Mm-hmm. And then 12 happened, and I didn't like anything about it at the time. Like, mm, the preach. combat si- – <laughs> we've talked about the combat system before. Like, it's a bad combat system, um, at, at least early on in the game, and I never got through it to know if it got better. Uh-huh. Um, like, the characters weren't really all that interesting. Like mm-hmm. – they pulled in the fucking judges from Tactics Advance because this also happens in Evil East, the the realm from Tactics.
2: Yeah. The, the, well, yeah. The, they want to call it the realm from Tactics, but it's fucking... No, it's not. <laughs> but like, it's, yeah. It is, but it's, like, so divorced from the original tactic.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, like, that game was just not... Like, I was so excited for that. And then, like... Because like, I remember going to GameStop. Like, I don't really buy steel cases, like, on purpose. Like, sometimes they're just there. Mm. But, like... I got the steel case for it and everything like I was excited for that game and then I was just immediately fucking disappointed. <laughs> Same.
1: Yeah, I can totally understand that. Um
0: and then my very last one and I'm I'm curious to see what you guys think of this. The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Huh. Uh, I so there's a caveat to it though. I'm disappointed that it's not a Zelda game. I think it's a very good game though.
1: I mean, I I, I... I mean, I can see what you're saying. It, it, it's aw- similar to, like, Pokemon. Uh, very lacking of puzzles. Um, very, uh... Like, I I don't know. I feel like it does stick to the heart of, like, a, an original Legend of Zelda where it just throws you into this world.
0: But that's but, it. That's like... the only thing that's kind of, like, Zelda-y. Like, I I go to a Legend of Zelda game for puzzles and dungeons and, and stuff like that, and... Breath of the Wild did so many cool, innovative things. It's an a, it's an amazing game. Yeah. It is the worst Legend of Zelda game.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can totally understand. I can I can understand that. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's the worst Legend of Zelda game, but I like I understand where you're coming. from.
0: No, that's from. true because there is like that three D O Zelda, like the Wand of Gamelon, <laughs> like that's Skyward actually the worst. Skyward
1: Sword exists. Um, Skyward Sword is a really good Zelda game.
0: Is it? I thought, or wait. We talked ones... about this before, apparently it is actually more, it is more favorable than we think it is. Like, everyone talks shit on it, but if you go back and look at, like, Metacritic for it, which I know I said before doesn't fucking
2: matter, Um, it actually reviewed pretty well. Yeah. Sure, but was... I feel like the general consensus on that game was that game was bullshit, fuck that game. That was the no. Wii, that was because all the Wii control
0: it stuff. Was, it, was, okay. it
1: was, yeah, it was the motion controls. Like, everyone hated on it or wanted to hate on it because it was motion controls, and even more so with Skyward Sword, because it was the, like, they had the new, like, uh, pristine motion controls, that, like, it wasn't just waggle, it was, like, you actually had to swing a specific way, and if you missed your swing, you would miss and shit, like, people hated it for that, but it was, I like, I played through, it, it was a really good game, and it's, like, it, it like, story-wise, it was fantastic.
0: Which, I and I believe that, and yeah, I mean, that's, Breath of the Wild, fantastic game, like, did so many things that games hadn't done before. It just—it's not a good Zelda. Um. Now, I don't know if you guys realize this. On July eleventh, twenty fourteen, we did a Friday Five most disappointing games.
2: Oh, hey, yeah. how about that?
0: Um, Rich, you actually did not do one this particular week, but
2: Drew, you did. Okay. The fuck Would did I care- put on my list?
0: <laughs> Would you care to guess what your number one and number two games were?
2: uh it's a final fantasy tactics and final fantasy tw- or Tactics advance on final fantasy 12 <laughs> it is <laughs> uh you also had
0: on here uh watchdogs madden nfl okay. 07 for ps3 okay and any ps2 era ea nhl game
2: okay yeah that sounds about right <laughs> uh okay. watchdogs i super wanted to like but then realized yeah. it was just a gta clone uh and like i said i don't like rockstar's games it felt like a rockstar game so i was like fucking noped out on it real fast uh i'm gonna did i have i, I had like little blurbs for things about the games right do you still have it up Cobb? oh yeah yeah i still have it up okay madden 07 did i explicit? i did i talk about it being like there was some bullshit about trying to play that co-op like i feel like you could not play two players on the same team so you so you, here's what you said uh, the PS3 version
0: of Madden 07 was awful. It was missing so many of the features that the PS2 okay. version had. Uh-huh. And then in parentheses, franchise mode, co-op play being the two most glaring omissions okay. that yeah. my brother and I were missing.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because, so, like, mm. that, like, that, like, 04 to 06 run of Madden's on PS2, like, my brother and I would either do, like each do a franchise mode a couple times we would do franchise modes together i'm pretty sure but then also a lot of times we'd just be like all right we're gonna play the two of us against the computer and like just bullshit around and fucking that madden 07 did not have it at all and it was so fucking weird well it was the first one on the the new gen and it was like oh it was the it was the start of the trend where at the beginning of a new generation they fuck up a game because they're like, oh, well, we couldn't figure out how to make it work on the new system, so just take out a bunch of the things and put the basic game <laughs> out.
0: Right, because 07 would have released in, like, August of 06, mm-hmm. and then it would have launched on the PS3 that fall, but it would yep. have been on PS2 prior. Yep. Oh, wow. Um. Yeah, so for what it's worth, um, the only game on my 5 in 2014 that, is, that was on this one was uh, Final Fantasy twelve. That was my number one in 2014.
1: What were your uh, one, uh, what were your others?
0: Um, I also had Zombie U, Assassin's okay. uh-huh. Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag, okay, um, Tactics Advanced, and Diablo 3. Okay, and th- this was like this was before I had dipped back into anything that they had done to Diablo 3 since launch. Mm-hmm. Where like uh, that
2: pl- was probably even pre. Well, it was. I wonder if that was pre Loot now.
0: It was just post Reaper of Souls. Oh, okay, that knows. So, like, I had si- like I have since gone back into it and actually have very fond things to say about that game. But mm. at the time, it was like, yeah, like this was fine, like it was Diablo for like four hours, but like that was that. Yeah. Um. And they they definitely made that game much better over the next like five or six years. That <laughs> it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I just thought that was funny. Like when I when I didn't think about looking for the Friday Five until after I'd come up with my list. And then I I, I looked on the site real quick earlier this afternoon, and I'm just like, oh, shit, we did this. (laughs) That's Um, that's crazy. Yeah, it's just a bummer, Rich, that you hadn't done one five or six years ago, seven years ago, however long ago that was now.
1: I I think I did them, like, once a month. Yeah, you kind of,
0: you did dip in and out of them, especially in 2014.
1: Yeah, I I think 2014 was, I don't know, 2014 was a year. (laughs) That's all I could say. I think that was when I started my current job, or was, I don't know. But there was a reason why I, like, kind of dipped out of it. It was also, I was kind of, uh, uh, losing interest in the website because of, uh, uh, somebody will keep nameless that I don't want to ever talk about again, because he was a douche and was always an asshole to me. Um, so, like, I kind of was just like, all right, I'm just Mm -hmm. not gonna do much for a while.
0: Yeah, no, that's fair. Um.
1: But we went long on this, uh, and we still got two more topics to go into.
0: Yeah, I think that the next two are probably gonna be a little shorter. Um. Drew, What did you think of Hannibal?
2: Uh, I liked it a lot more than I expected. Cause I mean, y'all know my feelings on scripted <laughs> shit in yeah, general. Scripted.
1: <laughs> yeah. And this is a um, like, like, like Silence of the Lambs type of thing, right? It's like...
2: essentially a prequel, I guess. Like, and I think it's like a prequel to Red Dragon,
0: also, isn't it?
2: Yes. Or, or, okay. I mean, like at least based on where the movies would be it's a prequel it, it, like it's a it's not directly related to those but where it where it goes would be before any of the stuff especially in silence of the lambs i don't know 100 about uh red dragon but it's, it's based on those characters from the the novel
0: yeah well okay. I, so i think so the um will graham i'm looking at the wikipedia will graham um, like the, the main not Hannibal guy, the mm-hmm. criminal profiler. Yeah. He was played by Edward Norton in Red Dragon, which I okay. believe was like the movie that involved the capture of Hannibal. Probably. Like, I think, I think it was one of those things where like he, he became like friendly with him and then found out he was, uh, fucking murdering Cannibal. Mm hmm. So.
2: <laughs> uh, but, uh, I, i don't know why i expected it to be more like a law and order type procedural where there would be like some running themes between the characters but then it would be like okay here's the criminal this week here's the criminal next week here's the case the next week where it was more like season-long thing for the crimes they were trying to solve and with a really good cast oh the the cast is great the characters are great um Honestly, I I got a little, especially at the very beginning, uh, the relationship between Hannibal and Will kind of reminded me of House and Wilson. Hmm. Oh, yeah, you know what? Like, in a way more fucked up manner, but, like, I got that vibe from it, which I was like, okay, I, I, I dig this. And, like, and also throw in, like, the other people on the forensic team kind of also sort of fitting the roles of House's diagnostic team. I was like, okay, like I, I dig these characters and all the actors were really good. Um the imagery and the cinematography is amazing. Like it's super well shot. Everything's done with a purpose. Like if there's something on the screen, it probably mattered. It was there for a reason. And, like, I think the only negative I can really say about it is, occasionally there were things that I was like, how the fuck does nobody see this thing happening? Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, that's, like, a lot of those, like, crime shows, though. Like, So,
2: like, I, I think it's, the like, early season two, like... Someone builds a giant fucking totem pole out of human bodies on a beach, and fucking nobody saw this person bringing this here. Like, what the fuck?
0: I remember yeah. that. I think that that was either like late season one or early season two. Yeah, we I can't never remember.
2: finished the series. I think we only watched like halfway through season two. It's it's yeah, it's one of those two for sure. My friend will, when she listens, be like, "How do you not remember where it was?" But I'm like, "How does?" How is this a crime that needs to be solved? Nobody saw this happening? Like, this did not just, like, happen in, like, an hour overnight. Like, this took a shit ton of time, because it's, like, this 30-foot totem pole of dead bodies. Well, maybe they, like,
0: (laughs) built them in segments, put them in the back of, like, a U-Haul, and then, like, just drove them there, dumped them on the beach,
2: and, like, put it together, like, in a few hours overnight. Still. (laughs) Like... But, but like, again, it, it led to a super cool shot when you first saw this fucking thing. It was yeah. like, oh, what the fuck? But then I was like, wait, how the fuck did nobody see this being built? <laughs> but, yeah, like, I, and I guess the ending kind of is a bit of a disappointment, but that was kind of, it was the thing where they didn't know the show was going to get canceled, and so they had kind of a cliffhanger ending, and then there's no resolution to that oh that sucks
0: yeah i know they shopped it around for a while and just couldn't find anybody to pick it up
2: Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. where is it streaming right now though uh it's on netflix
2: for one more day (laughs) oh fuck well never mind (laughs) uh yeah it goes well one more day as of when this goes up it's on there till the fourth and i haven't seen anything about it going anywhere else anytime soon Oh, that that is a bummer the but... blu-ray yeah. the the complete series on blu-ray is like twenty dollars on amazon
0: oh that's really not bad <laughs> yeah that's not bad at all that i re- i really did like that first season of that show and I, I don't know why we fell off in the second season but we did
2: uh the, it, it gets a bit more weird which is kind of hard for how that show even starts to imagine it getting weirder but like i could see why some people would fall off but at the same time like it's thirty nine episodes total. Yeah, like, I feel like
0: watching that like on like a like where you can just kinda like watch it at your own pace rather than like weekly is probably just an easier way to do it too. Yeah. Like being able to watch like an episode a night or like an episode every other day or what have you and just kinda like especially those those bits where it drags, like just to get through them.
2: Mm-hmm. Well so I, I I mean, I'll say I don't feel like any of it really dragged too much. Like Oh well, that's good. I would wound up watching it Usually at, like, four or five episodes at a time, but then would, like, get busy and not be able to watch it for, like, two weeks, and then here's another four episodes.
0: Okay. Huh. Yeah, I'm gonna... I might keep an eye on, like, Just Watch and see where it Mm -hmm. it ends back up.
2: Yeah, like, who knows? It could go back on Netflix, it could go on to Peacock, like, I don't... Oh, I hope not. Is that an NBC show? (laughs) Uh,
0: It was on NBC, but I don't know that NBC made it. Yeah. Oh. That's where that stuff always gets a little weird. Yeah. Um, let me see who made this show. Sony Pictures actually was the oh. distributor. Okay. So, if
2: anything it should go to Hulu.
0: Yeah, maybe Hulu or I mean, it could even end up on like an HBO Max or something like that.
2: Yeah. I I would definitely if you like cop shows that are super gory. Like it definitely gave me a bit of X-Files vibe, especially considering Julianne Andersons in the show. <laughs> hmm. Um, it, I I enjoyed it so. Yeah. Okay.
1: That's that's great. It's awesome to hear that you enjoyed a scripted show.
2: Yeah, which is very rare. Um, yeah.
0: out of curiosity, have you thought about checking out the Clarice show that's on NBC?
2: I have not, but I might.
0: Um, I will tell you up front, it is not as good as Hannibal.
2: <laughs> then maybe not.
0: Um, <laughs> it, it's like a different kind of interesting. Like, um, it it's about Clarice post Buffalo Bill. Okay. So it's kind of like her being sort of a um she she's like a reluctant public figure to an extent like she's kind of like a, like a celebrity because of that high profile case and her being the one to catch them and everything like that mm-hmm. um but like the show revolves around like her work with the FBI and like finding like other criminals and killers and stuff like that it's interesting it's just it doesn't have the same like oomph that Hannibal had okay
2: um yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, but anything else on Hannibal? Uh,
2: no, that's, that's all, I think.
1: And so, uh, I think you can go into, uh, Cobb, you, you watch some of Gundam 00, right?
0: Yeah, so this, so I'm planning whether I actually have time to do it all, um, to kind of try and watch all of the main Gundam shows. Okay. Um, I'm not going to talk about them every week, so don't worry about that. Um, I okay. might, ch- I'll check in twice, maybe three times if, like, something particularly crazy happens in the middle of a show. Okay. Um... The only catch is not all of them are available streaming or even like for digital purchase. Um, so that's that's going to hamper my abilities a little bit. I'm going to have to like find like the Blu-rays for stuff and things like that. Um, I particularly want to get through the Universal Century, which was like the original timeline from like Mobile Suit Gundam through like the early 90s. Yeah. Um, and then there, there were a few other times it popped up since then. Um, but I, I started with Gundam 00 because it was kind of... It's not the most recent series, but it's it's a more recent one. and it's general from from what i remember it was generally well received at the time
1: yeah i, I it would make sense with with a watch like this to uh, like kind of watch one of the ones that are like least offensive like and not offensive as in like they say bad shit but offensive as in like like the animation's going to be good and like the sound quality's going to be good
0: yeah like um mobile suit gundam the original from 79 is available on funimation and maybe maybe hulu i'm not sure about that but it's also from 1979 and I've seen most of it. So that like that's the that's the one like sort of like catch with Gundam stuff. Anything released between 79 and like 2000, I've probably seen at least a few episodes of cuz yeah. in the early 2000s I downloaded a lot of anime <laughs> illegally. And I didn't always finish things, but I've started a whole bunch of shows. <laughs> um but yeah, so this was one that I had never seen before. It was kind of like post that period of me really like following stuff, like, closely. Um, it actually, so it ran from 2007 to 2009. Um, it's 50 episodes. Um, it was actually split up across two seasons, which I didn't think Gundam did. I thought it was usually just a straight, like, 50 episodes. Mm -hmm. Um, this one felt a, so far, I'm I'm about a third of the way through it. Um, it feels like it's trying to be a little more like, grounded in our reality. Um, Mm -hmm. just... In the future. Like, it, it's set in 2- 2307 AD. Hmm. Um, which I think is actually supposed to be, like, our AD, not... Like, all the other Gundam shows, like, you have, like, your Universal Century, your After Colony, like... Okay. um, the, They all have different, like, timeline-like things that they, they use to distinguish themselves. Um, and it's usually based around, like, when people started living in space. But this one yeah. is actually, like, AD. And it's... The world is split up into, like, three superpowers, basically. um, And there are elevators that go into space, which I think is okay. kind of cool. Um, yeah. So rather than it being, like, these, like, space stations that people live on and space colonies, which I'm used to from, like, the original Gundams and, like, Gundam Wing and stuff, it's, you know, elevators with, like, when, once you get up into space, it seems like they're, like, these giant, like, resorts and stuff like that. Like, they have, like, these elaborate shopping malls and restaurants and all different stuff you can do but it's just like a it's an elevator ride to get back to earth yeah i'm sure it's a very long elevator ride but it's still just an elevator ride nah, um
1: they had a space elevator in avengers it takes like an hour
0: <laughs> um but yeah so all the mobile suits in this show are more like tank-like than Gundam. Mm -hmm. So, like, even, like, the non-Gundam mobile suits that you think of, like, the Zakus and stuff like that, like, they still, in my memory, at least, they still kind of fought more like a person than a tank. Yeah. Um, and a lot of, like, the the mobile suits that they show are kind of more, like, lumbering tank-like things that, like, Mm -hmm. they can't just, like, take off into the air. Like, they have to actually, like, extend, like, thrusters and stuff like that to, like, get any sort of, like, vertical lift. Um, they're starting to introduce like more mobile ones, or agile. I guess would be a more better better name. Like they're they're thinner and like they can fly a little bit easier and can do more like elaborate things. But then you have the Gundams that are just fucking tearing through everybody and they can fly on their own and do all sorts of cool shit. Um, it's got a similar setup to Gundam Wing. Where do you got? Do you guys remember Gundam Wing at all?
1: I maybe saw, like, an episode... Like, the only Gundam series I've ever actually tried to watch through uh, was, like, G-Gundam.
0: That was a good one. I liked G-Gundam. Yeah, because
1: that was the one where, like, it was, like, the tournament or whatever to, to, to rule Earth or something like that. Like
0: Yeah, like, each... whatever country won became, like, the ruling country for, like, the next X amount of years.
1: Yeah. Uh. So, like, that's really the only one I have any sort of memory of. And that was watched on cartoon image.
0: yeah that one was badass because the one dude also had a horse and his horse also went into a mobile suit yeah because they were the ones where like they weren't piloted like a normal like mech that, like it wasn't like steel yeah, battalion yeah. they were they had like this thing which closed over them and then open back up and they'd be in like a jumpsuit it and was, it would be their movements
1: it was very pacific uh pacific Rim. yeah
0: yeah exactly but the fact that like yeah. the one dude had a giant robot horse that he yeah. put his actual real-life horse into to pilot was just awesome. <laughs> That's insane. Um, but yeah, so Gundam Wing was five pilots that were not connected to each other, all kind of came to Earth separately. Um, and then they found out that like they actually all were kind of working towards the same thing. It's just the people that enlisted them basically didn't tell them that there were others. Yeah. Um. This one, it's a similar setup, only like the four Gundam pilots, who are called Gundam Meisters. Um, all know each other. Like, they are on the same team, but they're not involved with any one organization or any one country or what have you. Like, they're their own kind of paramilitary group that are trying to end wars by basically showing up where there's conflict and just fucking wrecking everybody so there's no one left to have a conflict. Yeah. Um, very early on, they show up um, in the first episode. They basically show up, destroy a new prototype mobile suit that one group is showing off. And then head towards one of these space elevators to lure another one of the, the country groups to release all of their mobile suits to show that they were actually breaking the law by having too many mobile suits surrounding, like, the pillar that is the elevator. Okay. So, like, it's, it's weird, like, kind of what they're doing, but...
1: It's 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 crazy how political an anime adjo- about giant robot suits can
0: and a lot of the, gu- like, Gundams are always based around some sort of war or conflict. Like, that's mm. that's their thing. Um, a lot of them, though, are more based about, like, not, I can't even say a lot of them, so the, the Universal Century stuff and then Gundam Seed, which I'll talk about when I actually watch that one again. Mm. They were very much like a kid finds a Gundam and climbs into it and pilots it and becomes, like, the only person that can pilot it, so they basically get constricted constricted into the army.
1: Yeah. It's very Gurn Logan esque.
0: Yeah, yeah, kind of. Um and like every like they always like write it off as like, oh, this kid is a coordinator or is a new type and they have some sort of like pre natural abilities that makes it makes them able to do that. Yeah. Um, so far they haven't really gotten into any of that with double O. Um they they have kind of elabor like they they've told us that one of these um country Establishments was basically like developing like super soldiers. Mm-hmm. Um, it hasn't really gone really well though. It seems like they only have one. Um, so that is one of like the the enemies of the Gundams right now is this like super soldier. But one of the Gundam Meisters also was kind of like put through this program against their will. Um, and they seem to have like a bit of like a split personality. And whenever they come into contact with this other pilot that it went through the same program, they both get these like, um, like excruciating headaches and a lot of times it makes them kind of like rage out. Like, yeah. um, it, the, the the female pilot that is like the enemy um, ends up actually like going berserk and shooting at the, um, one of like the, um, the pieces of the space things where people like live and do stuff off the elevator, um, causing it to break away from the rest of it and start floating through space and actually, um, Headed towards Earth where it would have killed everybody on board had one of the other Gundams not saved it. Okay. But, yeah, it's, like, they're doing a lot of interesting things in it. And I'm sure, like, some of the later Gundams have done similar stuff. Like, I know Iron-Blooded Orphans is also very popular. Um, and that one was from just a few years ago. But, you know, for something that's, like, ten years old, like, it feels like it's a, a world that could happen someday.
1: Yeah. That's that's pretty sweet. I, Gundam's always been like a a cool series. I it's just like with comic books, there's so much. I just don't know where to start.
0: Yeah, the nice thing with Gundam outside, like you can basically watch any Gundam show. Um, it's kind of like Final Fantasies. Um, they're all pretty standalone. If, if like we're talking like the full series, um, the only kind of like criteria you really have is if it's like the uni- Universal Century shows. There are, like, nods and callbacks to, like, the other ones in a lot of ways. I think the only two, like, legitimate direct sequels that I can think of would be um, Zeta Gundam and ZZ or Double Zeta, however it's pronounced Gundam, which were, like, they were in the 80s. They were sequels to the original Mobile Suit Gundam, but, like, they were direct continuations of each other. Mm -hmm. And then um, Gundam Seed and Gundam Seed Destiny were direct continuations of each other. Okay, yeah. like, everything else, like, you could watch the original Mobile Suit, you could watch Wing, G Gundam, Double O, um, all of those things, like, they're, they're literally in their own alternate universes, so there's nothing really connecting them. Um, yeah. Very much like Final Fantasy, they've got little things that sort of are nods to the other shows, like, um, most series have these, you guys have probably seen them before, they're, they're, it's a little robot balls that have, like, the flappy ear wing things on them. Um, they're called Haru. Maybe. (laughs) If you saw one, you'd be like, oh, that thing, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah,
1: we've been to enough anime conventions (laughs) We would recognize it if we saw it. True.
0: Yeah, I'm actually just gonna send you guys a picture, real quick, if I can find my fucking Facebook. Um, like, those dudes pop up in, in most of them. Um, there's usually a bad guy with some sort of, um, like, mask on them. Like, that, like, obscures their identity for the most part until, like, later on in the series where you find out, like, who that really is.
1: Uh, and it's the main character's brother or sister or family member or long-lost twin clone.
0: Yeah, like, right? it, and, like, in in Gundam Wing, it was very much that. One of, like, a main female character finds out that she was adopted. And then, like, halfway through the thing, she finds out that, like, her older brother is actually this villain. Yeah. And, Yeah. It's like stuff like that like is very common between a lot of the series. Haven't met a dude with a mask so far in this one. <laughs> Little disappointed.
1: You 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 probably have, but he's wearing a bionic mask that changes his face. So he's going to take that off kind of similar to like what Black Widow would do in the Avengers and so he's got a mask of somebody else's face.
0: Well, I mean so people have so people have masks on in this, but I it, this is a very specific kind of mask. Yeah. Um, it's, it's kind of like, um, it's like a half mask there. It's usually white with like a pointed nose. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, there's been like three or four different series off the top of my head that I know had a character that wore a similar mask. Yeah. So it's one of those things I kind of like associate with all of them, mm-hmm. but yeah, so, so far it's good. Like I said, I'm about a third of the way through it, so I still have quite a bit to go. Um, and I'm interested to see what happens and I'm, I'm waiting for like new Gundams to happen. Cause that always seems to happen too. Like one of the main characters' Gundams will be destroyed and they will get, like, a new, more powerful version of their Gundam. Yeah. Um, so just gotta kinda wait for that, I guess.
1: Yeah. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. So, before we wrap up, I have a quick question for you, Rich. Uh Uh-huh. How did it feel to not have a Godzilla movie to watch this week?
1: It was weird.
0: Like, did you wake up on Saturday and, like, go to open up HBO Max, like, just out of habit?
1: No, it actually, this weekend was a busy weekend for me, and so will this upcoming weekend. So like I didn't have a chance to really like like be like, Man, I don't know what to do without Godzilla. So it, it might not really affect me, but for the most part it was just it was it was kind of like, Man, I don't know what to do. And then on Sunday I had played like six hours of No Man's Sky or something and like an additional seven hours on Saturday, so it was like Jesus. Fun. Yeah. I played a lot of No Man's Sky. So
0: like. you may do without uh without Godzilla.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I have I have a story about my No Man's Sky that I'll Uh, if I remember about it, I'll talk about it next.
0: Okay, well, make a note so you don't forget. Um, but yeah, I think that'll do it for this week. Do either of you have anything else you want to talk about, bring up for next week, anything like that?
2: Not that I can think of. I don't,
1: but any, like, kind of community questions we want to throw the listeners? Um, anything? Yeah, like, if if you guys can't think of one, I've got one. We talked about it on the show. Um. Go for uh, it. If you guys want to email us, comment on the socials, whatever, um, let us know your picks for disappointing games. Uh, what was a game that wasn't necessarily bad, but it was just disappointing to you or in your opinion or just overall.
0: And you, you can feel free to say final fantasy tactics advanced. It it, two thirds of us agree.
1: I actually, I I agree too. I just, that's not, I wasn't sure if you'd played it. So I, I did, I I really enjoyed it, but I like, I understand the disappointment and I can agree.
0: Cool. All right. Well, yeah. Um, in a month we will talk about terminator dark fate. um, Next week, uh, we'll probably do a little bit of something for um, predictions for E3 since that'll be starting up. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, we will be back next week. Um, if you want to find more of our content... Sorry, I got confused there. Um, if you want to find more of our content, you can head to www.one-quest.com. You can also support us, like we said at the top of the show, by going to patreon.com slash onequest. If you can't support us there with dollars, you can always go to your favorite podcast platform, like i or apple podcast google podcast spotify stitcher amazon music rate us review us subscribe to us those things all help a whole bunch you can also find us on social media facebook.com slash one online or at one underscore quest on instagram and twitter our youtube channel is youtube.com slash one video and you can always send us an email to social at one quest.com but that'll do it for this week we'll be back next week with something else to talk about thanks for listening bye Bye.